Welcome back to Biff, a weekly, mostly weekly, podcast about superhero <laughs> TV and movies. I am Dan Morin, and I am joined by my co-hosts, John Moltz. I was here last week. I don't know where you guys were. <laughs> it was a great show, by the way, John. I want to say, mm-hmm. I think you, Thanks, you really so knocked it out of the park. Uh, I do what Ga- I can do. Guy English is also here. Hi, Guy. I was actually also here last week. John and I had an amazing <laughs> Did time. Did you do separate shows, though? <laughs> no. Were you on the same no, show? No, no. We were very, very connected. And very we just forgot to record. It was hilarious. Well, it's just not that we forgot so much that uh, that does all of the hard work. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> you nobody, know. nobody wanted to edit right. it. <laughs> That's right. And we'll never see the light of day. Yeah. yeah, but uh, man, that we... was the best one. I, uh, John, yeah. did, did you feel it? It was a total biff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can feel it in the air tonight, guys. Mm-hmm. Oh God, we got to do Magnum PI one time. Okay. <laughs> I missed last week, and I feel I feel bad about that. But I was traveling, so it's my fault, anyways. But we're picking it up this week with uh, our main event uh, discussing uh, season six, episode four of Marvel's Agents of Shields, entitled code yellow and as punishment for <laughs> last week not being here and not recording the podcast or doing any things i usually do i will be doing the recap this week uh on what i the sponsor this week oh, by the way you, is please. uh code yellow ah. which is <laughs> you you can take your pick it's either uh the documents about um presidential indiscretions or <laughs> the latest Gatorade. your choice i was gonna say isn't that a is it a mountain dew is, but the i guess code yellow for mountain right. dew would just be the original flavor again right yeah yeah exactly <laughs> basically it's the indiscretions uh, <laughs> no no i'm not gonna say it yep Never right mind. we're gonna, right. We're gonna no, roll no, no, just keep going roll just right keep going it. just, just run go you might want to yeah you I, might want to hurry up i will start running and yeah. indeed i will segue dire- run, directly Dad, run. into the episode like the flash. where just i run I, go I, I will segue directly into the episode which begins with characters running uh and fighting off aliens it's deke and some other guy remember deke you maybe you remember him from last season he was from the future dig him uh the shotgun axe makes an appearance and it's those are they um are they Cree ravagers or something i want that's why i was gonna say i don't think they're yeah ravagers, i think but so like Cree right. crazy angry Cree things uh everything's yeah. like super stylized and he's like spouting all these catchphrases like this just got yeah. personal and i'm getting too old for this <laughs> uh yeah. and when his buddy I, gets I, you know what i was at this point in this in the episode i was angry i'm like wow they <laughs> <laughs> Spent a lot of money on the on the very cheap looking tripping balls yeah. last week, and then <laughs> this, not so much, but it works out great. Uh, yeah. As happens uh, after uh, Deke's friend gets shot, and he takes down the Kree with the shotgun axe. Uh, a very what is the most polite way I can put this? I have glammed up in my notes. Uh, 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 I said inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> also fair. Uh, a version of Daisy looking very uh, inappropriate comes out and is very uh, what's the word? I, I'm having trouble with words this week that I feel like Flirtatious. I can say. What, what's your problem? Thank you. She's hot yeah. as hell. She's coming out and she's being very sexually aggressive. That's yes. it. That's all. Fair. It's Fair. out of character, Deke, of course. Yeah. To Deke, it's out of character, but it is a very sexualized uh, 
version of Daisy. And, and at this point, uh, we which is uh, we start to get the idea that maybe this is not something like you know. At this point, I was like, oh, he's like, <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty or... big giveaway. Yeah, yes, like yeah, the, yeah. the boobs were a big giveaway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And then Deke, you know, somebody starts yelling at Deke, and he ends it, and it turns out he has been inside a framework. Uh, and now we have a very bizarre and weirdly off-kilter opening to this show, in which it turns out that Deke has spent his last year starting basically a Silicon Valley startup company that's just using all of the tech from the future and the shield stole from aliens and selling it. What I love about this scene is almost everything uh personally i really love the music is ripped directly from like social network it's not that music but it is stylized as very much like trent reznor score from the social network um we get a bunch of stuff with him like the people going by on like hoverboards and like there are scooters in the hall and he's talking about how he wants to change the world he's going to disrupt food with his mushroom pellets uh there's even a steve jobs reference in here where he says universe dented um <laughs> right and he but he uh the other two things that were important were like he doesn't want anything on that wrist because that's where they all had their uh i can't remember what they called mm-hmm. them last year but the things they had to scan for everything little tags uh and at the very end of this scene right before the title card we get a direct fourth wall break <laughs> where Deke looks into the camera, (laughs) which was disconcerting. Um, Also a note here that the, uh, his girlfriend who is an an influencer and is basically recording and posting all of this is played by none none other than Marissa Tantrone, who is one of the show's executive producers, Um, which is an interesting move, but she is, she's great. I think. Uh, meanwhile, Mac and he and the rest of the team are looking for Colson's crew. Keller goes to confess that he's having a relationship with Yo-Yo, which Mac basically cuts him right off about. Um, and we learn that they, uh, Colson's crew or Sarge's crew, whoever you're calling him, has basically shot a bunch of charged particles into the sky, possibly looking for something. Uh, Colson's team uh, is meanwhile finds a fugitive at a bus stop. Colson says he's been looking all over for him, and then he stabs him with a knife, and then that guy turns into crystals, which is a little weird. Uh, meanwhile, Deke uh, is back in his... Wait, <laughs> a little weird? That's, I mean, it's S.H.I.E.L.D. It's not that. It's not <laughs> even the weirdest feel, thing this season. I feel like that's a lot weird. I mean... <laughs> I mean... Uh, no, I mean... It's average clearly, weird. Clearly they watch The Expanse. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. Yeah. But that's not regular level weird right that's something notable i mean yes but it's still a show about comic book and superhero stuff so it's like you know average is weird right uh they're back in the deke's company uh somebody's waiting from the conference room and it's sarge who says again i've been looking all over for you but is thrown off a bit when deke recognizes him and he tries to play along um and he deke thinks for at first that colson's been memory wiped but then he realizes it's not actually Coulson, and he stabs him through the hand, which is not a robot hand, and runs away. Uh, meanwhile, May has picked up that that crystallized body. Keller and Yo-Yo uh, have a heart-to-heart about their, their relationship, and which is exactly the point at which I realized, oh no, Keller is doomed. <laughs> Uh, poor guy Uh, a couple other noble points from this the fugitive uh, that Sarge and his team picked up was heading for Sioux City which apparently is a ley line 
convergence, which we heard about a little bit a couple weeks ago. Um, and also, I really enjoyed the bit with Keller where he says he'd fight Mac, but not fight, fight Mac, because <laughs> he terrifies me. <laughs> um, uh, Colson, his cover blown, says the guy's a, you know, a real, he says to, to Deke, you're a real talker, but you're not from here. You shouldn't be here. So I got to take you and make you sing. And then his guard, his squad's all there. They shoot one of the security guards and they go chasing after Deke, but they're invested in him for some reason. Um, meanwhile, back at the shield lab, they're investigating this guy, uh, this body, uh, the person seemed fairly normal and nondescript, but they open him up and find he's got a creepy bat thing inside of him. <laughs> uh, Coulson's and his crew continue. He's a Batman. He's a, more <laughs> of a man bat. I'm going to go with man bat. Uh, Coulson, meanwhile, is hunting down Deke still, and he makes a couple other cryptic comics. I've been hunting your kind my entire life in this world, and the next will always find you. I enjoyed uh, Deke's rejoinder about taking Coulson's face. It's just not chill, man. <laughs> Uh, and Deke, about to get Shit. found out, is rescued by his personal assistant, who turns out to be Trevor Khan, agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Meanwhile, back at the lab, uh, the creature uh, that's inside the corpse is secreting a neurotoxin that's flammable, and uh, Benson gives a whole uh, description of how it's like the, the ant fungus thing that makes them turn them into zombies and do stuff. Uh, Benson pulls the dagger out, which is clearly a bad idea. I don't know why you do that. And it turns out the bat is still alive, and it flies into the vents. <laughs> Um, meanwhile, uh, Trevor ushers Deke out and has called Mac and he's basically uh, taken onto the Quinjet. And meanwhile, uh, everybody shield sort of gears up to try and take down Coulson's or whatever he is, the, the Coulson looking guy inside. Um, Deke is content to sit it out until he gets a call from his girlfriend who he had sent off to get bubble tea, (laughs) who comes back and is in the middle of this assault and he decides he's going to have to go in and rescue her. Uh, Keller basically in trying to track down the bat, the bat flies down Keller's throat, which is a real bummer. Um, they try to save him, but he kind of flatlines at one point and then comes back as a zombie. He tries to strangle Benson. A lot of stuff is going bad. They think he might explode. So they have to take him to a containment unit. Uh, at which point, uh basically he starts turning into weird crystalline stuff and yo-yo has to stab him dan yes guy are you reading my notes <laughs> no or am i am i on track so far no i just think you're going long <gasps> <laughs> mine, mine were a lot more concise okay I don't, fine I, I honestly don't man griefing already <laughs> I think that's the meanest thing I've done. <laughs> that's that was horrible. Anyway, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I could just talk really slowly. Uh, no, uh, yeah. <laughs> Shield assaults the headquarters. Uh, May fights with the lady and is eventually captured by Coulson. Uh, Mac saves Deke, and then Deke and Mac trick one of uh, Coulson's guys into going into the framework. At which point Mac sees what is going on in the framework <laughs> and has a very, very good take. Just and Deke, Deke quietly says two percent. I'll give you two percent of the entire company to keep this between us. <laughs> uh and in the post show, uh we get the full Instagram story from Sequoia leading up from like going to see Deke all the way through being rescued by Trevor and apparently ending up with Trevor. And as a result, <laughs> I would like to propose to you a new segment. 
I could have done this before the show, but I decided to do it on the show. I propose. Is it an anti segment where we cut out a bunch of the recap? Uh, I don't know. You're going to have to tell me how that works for you. <laughs> we were recording oh, yeah. earlier, no, and no. I think this is having some sort of an effect on Guy. Yeah. I'm going to yeah, point I out, mean, I think that was still under 10 minutes. I'm a little bit more punchy. I was yeah. under 10 minutes, and I've had a recap from you that definitely took half an hour. <laughs> oh, So if you want to oh, play, yeah. let's play. Oh, yeah. For sure. Uh, so my new segment, which I'm proposing, is Biff of the Week, in which we award yeah. a character mm, yeah, yeah. Biff status for the week, and my nomination for this week's Biff of the Week is Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Trevor Khan. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Sold. Yeah. Love it. Uh, so uh, I've noticed that you've called out a Biff of the Week uh, past two episodes, which I guess is the entire run of the show. So now uh, it's a thing. <laughs> yeah. The the reason I didn't uh, like sort of yes and that was that I kind of didn't want to call it a Biff of the Week, but... Uh, Maybe that's the natural thing. I mean, what else are we going to call it? We're not going to call John Jr. the week, that's for sure. No. Well, no. Alex of the week? We could have an Alex of the week, but we don't. Yeah, but but you've said MVP, (laughs) and and I I dig. Let's try and keep it positive. Do you want most valuable Biff? MVB? (laughs) Oh. Just Biff. (laughs) Yeah, screw it. Just Biff. All right. Okay. Biff of the week. And you know what? You're right. I'm willing to Good entertain call. other nominations as well if you feel there there are some. But I felt like he fit. The, no, he fit I the just category. you know, like I feel like we're investing in you know for the next hundred or so years in what we're going to call this. So we should get it right, <laughs> right off the top. Like the rating system, we, we can nailed just stop that. Doing it someday too. <laughs> we nailed the rating system. Oh yeah, so day one, day one. Yeah. yeah. So. Explain your choice. Uh, well, I think, first of all, they did, yeah, like, like our, our nominal Biff, you know, our original Biff, OB, if you will, uh, mm-hmm. we have a character oh. who is very competent, but is dismissed <laughs> largely by his superior, uh, who right. basically just treats him like, he's, you know, not badly. I, I think he, like, he, he gives him short shrift a couple times, but I feel like he's very friendly to him. Um, but yeah, he is he is clearly much more competent than the person who is sort of nominally in charge. Mm-hmm. So and he he's he's very handsome. I don't know what else you want from me, man. <laughs> no, no, I just want to expand on the on the idea because if we're going to have an an inaugural Biff of the week, I think we should define it. One of one of the things that I like about this season, and I know mm-hmm. we're still we're still not done with them recap right <laughs> no the recap's done we finished oh is it done okay i wasn't sure <laughs> was, um, did you tune out is is that uh yeah i, I guess i missed the where he died but you know but it was going long so <laughs> is is that um they have more shield agents yes and they're all very right they're all very good at their job it seems like yeah Right, right. Somehow we've we've sort of like managed to return a little bit to normalcy in terms of shield itself. It's definitely right. uh, obviously it's a lot smaller than it used to be, uh, but it's it's back to a, a functioning organization. And and it's got rep right. again, right? Like there's a comment at one yeah. point where they get the corpse and they're like, "Yeah, the the police department called shield first thing." Because that's who which you call I don't understand. I, well, I don't, I don't exactly understand how they went about that. How 
I don't understand how I, is they went about a the government <laughs> thing. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Where's the money coming from? Right, that's what I. That, that Wait, we were I, back to we're back to the you yeah. know the question that we used to ask on Arrow all the time. <laughs> right, where is the money yeah. coming from? All this, this? tax, but who cares? Fine, what I know. Else? It's right. right. Yeah, they do have their own bunker. They didn't even have to pay for that. Right. Yeah, it's so did. Uh, I was about to say Stephen Amell, but hey, he might. I don't know. <laughs> he might at this point. I, man, if that guy doesn't have a bunker, I don't know what he's been doing with his money. Um, so you guys have any, I've been trying to still sort of puzzle to get puzzle out, like what is going on and like, what is happening that we're dealing with? Because there's a bunch of different things happening. We've got, we've got the new foe Coulson and his gang who are tracking down what seem to be aliens of some variety that don't belong there. But yeah, we also have okay. the aliens that have their own agenda, right? Because the the one that took over that guy was trying to get to Sioux City, where there are a bunch of ley lines, apparently, and they can explode. Yeah, I don't know what the bat thing was about. I mean, I don't think there's any way to know about that yet. But uh, yeah, but clearly, so I mean, the, somebody, I mean yeah, for some reason, they have to clear the field of outliers. Right before right. they can do whatever it is that they're going to do, and so they're going to kill all the aliens, and then they they go after Deke because they just know that he's not supposed to be there, even though they haven't realized yet that it's, it's because he's from a different time. Right, right. Which is separate. So from the guy the... that was uh, dating uh, um, Speedy, what's her name? Like the the. I feel like Guy had a couple the extra drinks The woman that runs really week. fast in the... What? Oh, Nothing. Yo-yo. Nothing. Yo-yo. Yo-yo. Yeah. No, I, I did watch, but it was a week ago. So the, the dude that was uh, dating Yo-Yo, uh, that was a harsh way to go, right? Like, that's... Uh, yeah. I don't really. The, I, the, yeah, the crystalline stuff. I don't want a back crawling in my mouth. No, I'm, I'm, I'm very anti-back crawling in my mouth. <laughs> It's one of the first things you'll no, know about No, but me. I mean, you could kind of tell from the beginning of the season that he was kind of being set up to to go, right? Yeah. Well, I got the first impression I got was that he was going to be a bad guy. <laughs> you know, I <laughs> that's, got yeah. that's always what you I got. I got the DJ. Uh, I got the DJ uh, vibe. Yeah, a DJ, right? <laughs> yeah, I did get the DJ vibe, but I kind of they set it up so much that he was going to fight with Mac. Yeah, Mac wouldn't do that, so it gets it, it got weird. It, it, it I, I'm not sure what the utility of that character was, really. Well, I think it's. I think we'll see the fallout from the like the emotional fallout from Yo Yo mm-hmm. losing this guy, who by yeah. all accounts was just a like you know a stand up guy, if guy if a little bland maybe. <laughs> But, Seemed great, right? Yeah, a little bland. But, great. but he was he was yeah. funny. He had a couple good lines here and there. Yeah. Uh, he gets yeah. a funny bit. He gets a funny bit before he dies, right? About how it, maybe it's too early, but he wants to bring an alien bird into their relationship. <laughs> right? Like, he's he yeah he he seems like he has some charm, but he's also just too like is one of those two good looking characters, right? Like he's got my, my favorite jaw. bit is my favorite bit is uh, when he says, "I will fight for you," and I rolled my eyes. I was just like, "Oh God, I just don't care. I don't." want to see this i don't care stop saying that and they left enough beats 
for me to have all of those thoughts and then for him to say, I mean, I won't actually fight Mac because he kind of scares me, but, you know, I'm here for you. I, I just, I really did enjoy that. You know, it's fun, fun fact. I mentioned that line in the uh, in the recap. Maybe you maybe you missed it. Yeah. Okay, should I go back and no, do it again? I got it. No. <laughs> no, I got it. Okay. Cool. All right. You you may want to put a chapter marker though. I I may. I don't know why. I I honestly don't know why I'm being such a joke here. Sorry. <gasps> it's okay. It's all right. Bring it in. <laughs> this is what you get, guy, for making business connections at Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing did anybody want um a mention of the dating app from <laughs> upswipes the dc universe <laughs> upswipes that would have been amazing <laughs> i it just just you know drop one word upswipes. it's really more intuitive it's, yeah, it, it, just, it really is more intuitive. It wouldn't have cost anybody anything. Everybody would have loved it, and it would have been a better world. And, you know, I feel like that I, would have I been feel a win like for that us, was a bit of a missed opportunity. Yeah, that would have been fun, but you know, I understand why they didn't do it. I do like Deke. Yeah. So Deke as a character is interesting because he is kind of hapless, although he is also you know he has his moments. But I do like that even his attempts where he is like. He is smart about something, right? When he starts to cotton on to there being something off with Coulson, and he tries, to, like, when um, he asks about his grandparents, and and the Coulson says, uh, slowing down, but still hanging in there. And he's like, mm, that's weird. Uh, and then he asks, he tries to be really surreptitious about it, but the best he can come up with is, how's Agent Doug? <laughs> it's just, <laughs> Doug's Doug. Uh, yeah. So I enjoy I enjoy him as a character. I think he makes good comic comic relief without being too annoying. Yeah, right. Um, he's yeah. I mean, I think his presence has been pretty good. And I was a con- I was concerned at the end of last season that he was just going to be disappeared. Right. So I'm glad to see that he's back. Also, I had a question about this because um, somebody asks. I don't remember if I have the note here, but. Somebody asks, uh, like, he doesn't know about that we lost. I think May says he doesn't know we lost Fitz. And mm-hmm. Max says, it wasn't right. my call. And I'm like, he's the director. If it's not his call, whose is it? I guess Gemma's? That's the only other person who made sense. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think we'd need to go back and watch the episode again to figure out exactly who made the decision there. I I don't remember it being Mac. That they telling? Oh, do, is it actually in like the end of last season? I don't think it's in the end of last. I don't think they mention it at that. Oh, really? In that, okay, like not to tell Deke. I mean, Deke's gone at that point. Yeah, I think he leaves before the whole thing goes right, south. Right. Okay, so this is this is part of the problem of me not having rewatched. The, the show is uh i like a lot of this stuff i'm just backfilling in in memory i'm, I'm i mean i wonder like okay that makes sense if this happened but i wonder if you're supposed to think that it was something that colson told him not to do for some reason right yeah i but, don't know i i thought i figured it might be Gemma just saying like we don't want i mean yeah technically right. he is their grandson uh which also or, ties or the box in, maybe the box told him Ooh, could be the box um 
Well, wait. I mean, he's also. Do we need to not- open the door? <laughs> you want to go to conspiracy corner? Is that what's happening? <laughs> I don't think that's big enough for no, a conspiracy. Right. Right. No, no, it's just no, a, that's just no. a just a just a waft, just a yeah. waft of conspiracy <laughs> passing through. Um. Yeah. So I think uh, I think it's interesting that we have both Sarge and his crew looking for thing people who are out of place. And also the end of last week when we had the Chronicoms that are hunting Fitz and mm-hmm. how Fitz and how Enoch and those Chronicoms were like, you're, you're not supposed to be here, right? Like, well, there's a, there's a mm-hmm. large implication that the whole universe has kind of been thrown into chaos by the time shenanigans that we've dealt with. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah. It's a weird, this is, I mean, it's a weird season of, like, the the hopping back and forth between the two stories. Yeah. I think it... I mean, we haven't had, we've we've had, you know, first half of the season is one story, second half of the season is another story, basically, but uh, Mm -hmm. this is is very, (laughs) it's good, I like it. Um, It's an interesting... Both stories are keeping my interest, uh, but it's just, it's weird, like, you suddenly, you, you... you know, I tune in one week and, and it's like, oh, OK, we're doing we're doing this now. Yeah. What show are we going to watch this week? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of like it. I, I think that they do a nice job of trying to balance these storylines because mm-hmm. there's a lot going on. And if you tried to switch back and forth between them every week, I think you yeah. would you would not be able to fit in whole mm-hmm. storylines that address these characters. So yeah. I think it's okay for them to go off and like be doing something else. It also gives you time to develop stuff that has happened sort of off screen, right? Like mm-hmm. when we jump back to okay. the, you know, the crew uh, on the Zephyr, you know, they've had a chance to do other stuff and catch up and yeah. not necessarily have to rehash a bunch of stuff. And I think and that it's given a couple sense. of a couple of the bumpers have been have had a lot of punch because they because right. all of a sudden you flip to the other storyline. You're like, right. oh, yeah, right. right. <laughs> Yeah, oh, there's like four more characters I care about somewhere else. <laughs> so here's the thing. Uh are they uh, are they writing scripts to service the characters that they've got or uh could they maybe retire some characters in order to write uh more focused, more coherent scripts? Like what? What's the balance? Who are you trying yeah. to get rid of? Yeah, that's what I want to know. <laughs> well, <laughs> who do uh, you like, guy? <laughs> I don't know. You're on that. The, all of the stupid dogs. Get rid of the dogs. I don't know. The dragons. Get rid of the dragons. Mm-hmm. All of those. Right. They, they, they got to go. It's not about who I want to get rid of. It's about um, focus. And. I think they're. I think they're, they're, they're doing they're, a good so job. They're though. pulling it off well. I'd yeah. like to know. You know, like uh, at this point, it felt a little uh, akimbo. This week, this episode, yeah, or well, the the latest episode. I mean, I I, I wasn't sure where the the, the direction lied. Hmm. I mean, I feel like this week was largely about two things. One was folding Deke back into the team, and two yeah. was having our shield crew, uh, you know, Earth-based shield crew, dealing and finding out a little bit more uh, about mm-hmm. Sarge and his team. 
because if I'm not mistaken, at the end of this episode, May is in Sarge's hands. Yeah. But I believe yeah. that means S.H.I.E.L.D. has the, uh, I think his name is uh, Jacko? Jacko? The, the two guy. other guys, yeah. The yeah. two the two dudes, yeah. Yeah. So, so we basically stand at some point, like we've changed, moved the pieces around on the board and you got a yeah. chance to learn more about all of these different agendas by mm-hmm. kind of shaking up who's who's dealing with who. And I think, you know, I imagine as we get to, towards the back of the season, we're going to be looking at, like, you know, reuniting these characters, right? Um, yeah. And so it's a 13-episode well, yeah. season, this yeah. run, uh, and we're only four in, so I feel like we've got <laughs> some time. But they've packed a lot into four episodes, I gotta say. I feel like I don't think there's been a lot of dead time or a lot of stuff that was yeah. not right. interesting. Yeah. yeah, this one, this one didn't. I wouldn't say it had dead time. It was the one that seemed like it was, you know, playing around more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, because of the. I mean, like you know, all of the, all of that stuff that they did to build up where Deke has been. You know, his company. I mean, all that stuff is going to be gone, <laughs> basically. Right? right. I mean, I assume. Right. It's I played assume for, so. It's I mean, for, a for sure, but. I, yeah, right, right. It's a it's a it's a gag and it, you know, it's like it's a good 20 minutes of a gag almost. It's a good and it's well yeah. executed, I yeah. have to say. I yeah. I, I understand I that it's not like exactly where the show is, but I think between that and the yeah. like, you know, trip and balls episode last time <laughs> i feel like they're trying they're taking some more chances here and i think the tripping balls thing I well, think was, what the, was better but yeah the tripping, balls good, was, the tripping balls thing was so good it was very good yeah, but i think this balls was, solid. was better the, the, i feel like they have been watching what has been going on the uh, cw superhero shows and <laughs> you know what that can't be true just based on timing but uh this episode with the like the the tech <laughs> the uh, you know the the tech upshot scenario was almost it it felt like a legends of tomorrow show to me yeah i can see that it, yeah. It, it, yeah it didn't make sense it was wild <laughs> like what was up with the bubba tea and the and the the, the first person camera pov stuff like what is with what's going on with any of that it is wildly out of place on this show but it worked and i think it worked uh because they put basically a lot of thought into it and they had considered what they wanted to do with the with yeah. the show and with and the, it's centered the it's centered around a character right. who is you know exactly. played as funny played as funny right. i mean you couldn't right. do the same thing with with any of the other characters right right no and you couldn't have daisy do that in any other circumstance yeah wouldn't wouldn't happen right yeah i think i think the the testament here is to the execution from the crew and the writing right. that makes it work even though it is i agree it's an off-kilter like and that's one of the things i like about shield as opposed to some of even some of the cw shows the cw shows tend to feel very formulaic week to week right like (laughs) there is a monster of the week there is a uh emotional like dilemma between two characters and it needs to get resolved over the course of the hour right like shield Mm -hmm. feels much more to me like a serial like a like serial story right like every week is a chapter and everything is a little different and it's not it's harder to pigeonhole ah yes this is the scene in this episode where this 
these two <laughs> characters are going to have this heart to heart, right? Like, right. whereas you can almost paint by numbers on some of the CW shows, but as much as I like them, it's a very different sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, all right. Any last thoughts on this? Do you know my favorite part of you asking me about if there's any last thoughts is that uh, neither of us have words to say no. <laughs> <laughs> We just, just let it sit. One. Well, yeah, no. We just sit in silence until you decide we, to move on to the next. We're going to do the thing, right? We are gonna Let's rate this. Um, I was going to say one more note I had before that, which oh, I, you've got- I had another thing. <laughs> I had another thing. I don't know. I come do prepared. You guys have another thing because I do. <laughs> I can't prepare. You know what? I've got eight other things. <laughs> I did my homework. Uh, <laughs> I did like. It was somewhat bizarre that um, so when Daisy shows up, she first thing she does is she slaps Deke and she does this later with Jocko too. Mm-hmm. slaps them and says, what took you so long, which is the exact same thing that Sequoia does when Deke goes into the bathroom to rescue her. She slaps yeah. him and says, what took you so long? <laughs> I thought it was a weird noticed that the first time and then I forgot about it. Yeah, there's a couple other things in here that are very like. It's not quite meta, but there are callbacks to things like like the Colson saying, I've been looking for you all over, you know, like little things like mm-hmm, that that mm-hmm. are repeated lines that I right. think are, are kind of interesting clues. So I don't know, interesting. I thought I thought again, yeah. I, I think it speaks well to the execution that you can drop something like that in there and it's not the, jarring. Yep. Yeah. yeah. There's one other thing that, that uh, they did that we I don't think we've we've drawn out is that I, is, I don't know if Jocko is really his name, but <laughs> I think Jocko is. didn't say anything. He didn't say anything for like the first episode, right? Oh yeah, and, right. And you sort of you sort of thought, oh, this guy doesn't talk, and then and then now he's like he's like the philosopher. Yeah, the he's, uh, yeah. He's got a bit about I in, do kind of like the universe. Yeah. Like maybe yeah, right, right. The strange yeah. is the norm. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that too. Uh, all right, let's do our ritual, John. Uh, I'm giving it a biff. I mean, it's not like it's the best of the ones that we've seen so far, but uh, uh, but I I enjoyed it. Guy, we have a very <laughs> guy's got to explain the system. <laughs> it's a biff. It's a, whatever. I don't care. It's a vigorous rating system. Biff's good. John June is middling, and Alex is bad. Here's the thing. Um. We give a lot of biffs. We give an awful lot of biffs. And the reason is that we only choose to watch shows that we actually enjoy. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's why you get a lot of biffs. It's it's always going to trend biff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've seen the name of the show. But, <laughs> you know, it may give you a hint. Um, yeah, I thought this was pretty good. Not super strong. But... Uh, I'm not embarrassed to have watched this at all. That's the bar. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, yeah. I am going to give it, I think, I think I'm going to give it a more enthusiastic biff than you guys. I really liked Hmm. the, the Deke stuff at the beginning. It's bizarre and off kilter. and, And like, I like any show where I am not only enjoying it, but I'm not seeing where it's going. And, (laughs) <laughs> that is a that is always refreshing to me. I thought the uh, performance by Marissa Tangerone was 
really funny, uh, especially mm-hmm. that little bit at the end, which is very self-indulgent in some ways. But again, it's hilarious and bizarre and yeah. kind of works. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I didn't recognize her because, but she was she was in Dollhouse too. That's right, she yeah. was in Dollhouse. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I enjoyed that. It was kind of a weird little thing. It, I kind of feel like part of me this season feels like so Shield got renewed for two seasons. And if, as they know that they're coming back next year, part of me wonders if they're just like, oh, we can screw around a bit more because we don't have to right. worry about, like, we're going, to, we need to get <laughs> renewed. <canceled>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I kind right. of feel like they've done that. Like, they've kind of loosened up a little bit and, like, relaxed the reins. Like, and I think that, that, that works for them. They get a chance to breathe. They get a chance to do some weird stuff. I mean, Legends, you know, like we, you mentioned Legends before, and I think that you know different formula there they're not as insure, assured of of renewal every year i think but they also at some point just made the decision like let's yeah. just do it like let's just do the show we want to do uh instead of doing the show we we think people want uh and it's played off for them so i think shield is similarly yeah. Yeah. indulging in that and that's i'm okay with it mm-hmm. all right well that is our main event out of the way so our next thing up is superhero sweep segment. Should we do a little, do a little superhero sweep? Sure. Let's do a little superhero sweep. Sweep it up. Superhero sweep music. That needs I work. don't know. I mean, if you yeah. listen to the actual <laughs> edited show, there are sound effects. That's all I'll say. Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> well, I've been doing stuff. I've been busy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I see some stuff that we uh, we could talk about. Um, I did see. Did you guys watch the Jessica Jones trailer for the last? I season? did. Yeah, I did not. But let's talk about it. Okay. <laughs> so that that starts this weekend. This coming uh, week? Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Friday. Yeah. yeah. So I will be watching that. Um, yeah, I saw a preliminary um i think some of the reviews started to go up i think the verge had a review i didn't read the whole thing but i read like their headline and they were they were very positive about it so that was good especially because i know some i mean i just read an interesting article this morning i'm trying to remember who linked to it might have been our uh steven chapansky our our friend over at the incomparable um about shorter tv series shorter seasons Mm -hmm. Uh, specifically talking about like Chernobyl which is done really well is only like five episodes and they're talking about like how in too long a thing like stuff drags and they pointed specifically to the Marvel Netflix shows which I think we all agree with they they as much as I enjoy watching them and I've watched all of them to date that soggy middle thing happens a lot where there's just too much time Uh, for them to meander yeah Yeah. I mean you know happens with the arrow and all of our shows and that's too. twice yeah, as many so. episodes which is always yeah, the yeah, fastest it's, part there's <laughs> it's crazy it's even we've always, in some seasons it's it's like it's a swamp but we've always complained about that i think yeah. that the the last season of arrow really survived that pretty well mm-hmm. it was by way better the, that's for sure right by the grace of god i don't know how they did it but they did it like i i didn't get bored after that so Good work on that. Uh, everything else just falls flat. <laughs> it's like it's yeah. it, it starts to feel like work. 
<laughs> well, it's funny too to me, like that even in a a show with fewer episodes, it can often feel that that yeah, soggy. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Defenders was like eight episodes, and even that dragged. Yeah, right. I was so just like, thinking. I was just thinking about that. I mean, I guess the the trick is to like tell them that you've got okay, you've got thirteen episodes, and then have them do it, and then come back and say, no, you have ten. <laughs> <laughs> Cut three episodes. Well, I mean, that's only going to work once, I guess, or maybe twice. You've only <laughs> got the eight. third time they're going to be like, he's going to come back. <laughs> um, I mean, but I, there's something to be said for that, too, for training you to work within the constraints of your episodes. And and mm-hmm. I, I think, in my opinion, I agree. I think most shows are too long. I feel like most shows shouldn't be any longer than 13 episodes, frankly. Uh, yeah. I'm much happier watching a show that is somewhere in the six to ten range. Just because mm-hmm. I think there's a lot you can do in there. And some of the stuff you can do is incredibly, like, taught. I, one of the best shows I've watched in recent years is a British show called Line of Duty. That's a, yeah. a cop show. It's like six episodes each season. And it is just, like, edge-of-the-seat nail-biter. And they can <laughs> really pull that off in a way that I don't think you can with, like, 13 or 26 episodes. Right. I mean, remember... uh Time Traveling Dad was two episodes a season. <laughs> well, I mean, that's because they didn't even air most of them. <laughs> well, they would, yeah, they didn't air most canceled. of them. And then it got canceled. But it was a setup and a payoff and then a, a cliffhanger for the next one. And it... it All that in two episodes. It, yeah. It, it, was, uh, it was a rocket ride. It was mm-hmm. a roller coaster of a show. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's, it's a shame that... that we really never got an ending. Never got an ending. Yeah. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Somewhere well, out there, somewhere you out know there what? that poor dad is you know what, time John? traveling. He is time traveling. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be nice if he just like showed up, like, you know, walked through the background in some shows. Just as like a Have tip you of been the hat watching to, carefully? To, to time yeah. traveling dad. You know, maybe maybe he is back yeah. there. I don't oh know. man, Have, wait, did you notice when he was an extra on the uh Larry Sanders show? <laughs> He was in the background of that. I read like, about that. I read about that. Well, much All like right. time traveling, yeah. I'm dad. I'm going to shuffle us along a little bit. <laughs> we got we got other stuff to talk about. Um, right. I let's see. So, uh, guy, you put some stuff in here that I'm kind of looking at. One of them was a. Uh, I, uh, that's not even. Eh, whatever. It's stuff. <laughs> Stop putting stuff in the document if you don't want to talk about. It. Oh, I'm right. working I'll from that. About it. I, I will talk about it, but it's just stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, feel free to like you know anything that you do want to talk about because otherwise I would start throwing out other stuff. Oh, thanks, oh, yeah, Dan. We, 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 we never I talked don't... about Gotham, did we? We never did talk about. No, Gotham. we didn't. We got but, fifteen minutes, uh, right? We can talk about Gotham. Okay. Ooh, I think we're gonna need more than fifteen minutes. <laughs> See that? Or we talk about Swamp Thing. Um. Oh yeah. Wait. Okay. Let's, uh, John. How well, do you let's feel talk about, about? Let's talk about the meta part of Swamp Thing. Anyway, I haven't seen right. any of Swamp Thing. I have yeah, seen yeah, none of Swamp yeah. Thing. I, yeah. And you know what? I can't. I went to try to watch it. I uh, I made public proclamations that I would watch it. I can't. I just don't know where it is. Maybe Amazon Prime, which it's I don't on, have. It's on the DC have, Universe service. Yeah. I don't. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I don't have it. Yeah, in, in the U.S., Titans, Doom Patrol. I've I've got a bunch of stuff that you would expect that uh, I may be able to engage with Swamp Thing. I don't. Uh, this is a mess. 
right? Like <laughs> the situation or the show? The oh, situation, the show. no, yeah. <laughs> the situation is a mess. Uh, as I understand it from from memory, and Dan, you've probably got the note pulled up. It's uh, so it's been canceled. they want they 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 have forty million dollars. They had forty million dollars committed right. to them by uh, what South Carolina. North Carolina. North, North Carolina. Carolina. There is, uh, and also, there is also some contention about this. Yeah. The uh, North Carolina film office has been trying to rebut this, saying that right. uh, their guidelines say a series can only get $12 million for filming in the state per season, not the $40 million that's being mentioned online. That's from an AV Club news story. But that is one of the things. So only one, air, one episode aired before it was canceled. Its series order was cut. <laughs> before it even started filming i think okay let's back up and actually explain what that means as a uh, you know to, to to the business of shooting the show uh they 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 decided to shoot the show in north carolina they they anticipated that they would have a massive tax cut that off the bat is uh, a little bit shady. Uh, we'll get back to that in a bit. Uh, <laughs> initially, like, well, it's not it's not uncommon though, right? It's very, it's, very that's common. that's what I mean. Yeah. It's so yeah. here's the th- yeah, right. It's that's why I want to back I mean, up. I don't, I don't. I don't really, you know, think that it's a great thing. That uh, anyway, yeah, it's a. <laughs> No, here, it's here's a the thing, John. This, this, but... this discussion—that's why I want to back out. This discussion is not about Swamp Thing. It is about the way that uh, films get and shows get made. Yeah, uh, there's a reason that Vancouver does really well. There's a reason that there's a bunch of video game offices in uh, Montreal, Quebec. There is reasons fall of this and it is uh often governments kind of taking advantage of uh the the people in order to secure jobs and uh well yeah uh, governments and film studios of, right and like an economic future the studios Sorry, the studios take advantage of the government offers, and the, the the government has an interest in securing their their jobs, and it's that sort of relationship where this kind of thing happens. And with Swamp Thing, it turns out that that did not go well, right? Yeah. So that so now there's a dispute about like whether or not they were supposed to get more money for filming there. Right. And 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 they had initially said that that was the reason why the series had been canceled because they weren't getting as much money as they thought they were going to get. Well, yeah, and I was trying to figure out if that was actually them saying that or people kind of inferring that. Yeah, yeah. Because some of the stuff also has been people saying they just didn't think it was that good. Well, I heard and I heard vastly different things. I agree. I agree. I heard the same. And I, I mean, but from people who had watched the, at least the, the, you know, the first episode, who was some people who thought it was fantastic. Other people who thought it was terrible. Yeah, I, I, I have to admit, I don't have a lot of fondness for the Swamp Thing character. It's not like a, a character that I'm super invested in. I watched mm-hmm. the trailer. It looked 
at least interesting in the sense that it felt like very, very different mm-hmm. from a lot of the other stuff that's been produced. You do know that uh, Swamp Thing is what, like the Alan Moore Swamp yeah, Thing is I do what know. made men, right? Nah. I, I, I'm aware. <laughs> do, do, do you know what I love? There are like eight million people listening to this right now that <laughs> don't know what you know. But basically, uh, Alan Moore did a run on Swamp Thing that is considered canonical and amazing, and uh, that's sort of the genesis of the uh, uh, John Constantine character, right? Yeah, and he made he basically he took a property that was that was <laughs> not respected. Well, who writes, and nobody well, cared it's, about. It's a and horror. he made a really he made a really right. good run on it. Right, it's a horror mag, you know. And that's kind yeah. of what he does, right? Like he's mm-hmm. going to take it and just run with something interesting. So, yeah. Well, I I don't know that I'll have any uh, time investment in going to watch it. <laughs> Uh, right now, my, my <laughs> I might time- watch the first episode just to see, like, so so that I can put a pin in it, you know, because because like I've said, I I I'm in now. I'm almost in, in, more interested. I think I wasn't going to watch it at first, and then now I want to know what my opinion is compared to these vastly different opinions that I've heard. Right, I will. Whatever they produce, I'm going to end up watching. I'm sure. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Oh, guy. <laughs> well, I mean, before the show, we talked about my getaway choices, and uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna chug that all down. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where to go with that. Uh, yeah, swamp water. <laughs> swamp water. Um, let's see here. Uh, I this is kind of. <laughs> Neither here nor there as far as the superhero sweep. I was curious mostly. Did either of you watch Lucifer at all? I do. But I haven't seen the fourth it, season. Okay. I I have I've never I've not seen an episode. I just finished the fourth season, which is the Netflix season, which I thought did some interesting again, it's sort of a similar thing with Shield where it's like they felt like, okay, we're on Netflix now. We can afford to be a little and we have and we're here because we have a huge fan base. We can afford. I to did. Do I some did watch the trailer. Things. Yeah, I did watch the trailer where what's his name, Tom Ellis. Yeah, basically just walks off naked. There's a lot more joking about that <laughs> than they actually do on the show. There's actually yeah, relatively little. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but bet. storytelling yeah. wise, they kind of go in some different directions, which I think is okay, interesting. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited to. I'm excited to watch that. Uh, we should probably save that for another. Yes, I'll, yeah. we'll, we'll save that since John hasn't watched it. Maybe Guy and yeah. I'll is do the whole thing. The whole thing is on Netflix. It now, is all right? now on all yeah, on Netflix, yeah, yeah. and it yeah, has been yeah. renewed for a fifth and final season. Okay, so there well, you go. Maybe I'll maybe I'll tune in because the summer's coming up, and I might need something. That's to watch. right, summertime. Right. Not this week though, because I got just because you know what, John, <laughs> you do not want to go outside. That's no, no, I don't. I burn It'll easily. Be the worst. I hear you. Hmm. I had to go out earlier. Didn't care oh, for it. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, this week also, Dark Phoenix came out, which I think none of us have seen. And no, maybe, maybe I, but I do plan seen. to go see mostly because everybody seems to be angry about it, but a couple of people <laughs> that I respect are into it. So, I don't know. I, I have not, I never even saw the last one, Apocalypse. Never even watched that. 
It's not good. That's so I have heard. And so that's my, that's my, I'm kind of like, uh, you know, they, they needed to be a little bit, I mean, I don't know. They had, they, they burned some bridges with me, you know, which I'm sure they're really concerned about. But, um, I was just not, I was kind of down on the, the franchise. I, don't know. I mean, your, I, your I opinions have... are read aloud in the boardrooms of Fortune 500 <laughs> companies, John. I, well, okay, let's Fortune save that. 500 let's... company. Eh. It's a bit. It's the biggest company in the world. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, I'm gonna skip right over that. Um, Let's save that. Uh, I have watched Apocalypse. I don't know eight times, and I fall asleep Why? within because I fall asleep within the first five minutes every time. <laughs> I watch that uh, that pyramid scene going on. I'm like, uh, okay, that's cool, and then I just fall asleep. I don't care. I'm like, ah, maybe the rest of the movie is okay. And I get maybe another minute then. And it is going to take me a long, long time to sort of get to the end of watching that movie. It's just, uh, it's, yeah. it's a slog. Yeah, mm-hmm. Which is one reason I, I wasn't eager it. to go see Dark Phoenix right. particularly was just... Right. I, I And, and, and they, they picked, I mean, they've told the story already. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I've seen this movie. I mean, even in that one, it, I felt like it kind of didn't get that. No, it didn't. No, it, it wasn't didn't get, well <laughs> they done. They it well, and it doesn't. I know seem like a lot of people hold up X. Again. A lot of people hold up X two as a good movie. I would actually argue that it's not a very good movie. <laughs> I I like that one. There's a lot of stuff that I like in that movie, um, but it's it is, not the. It holds yeah, the first the, one is the best one. I know. I was going to say it holds the notable distinction of being definitely neither the best. Nor definitely not the worst right. in that first exactly. three movies. Yeah, right. So I'll a, go. I'll go along with <laughs> steady uh, slide. Yep. Uh, John, what what John said about uh, the Dark Phoenix movie uh, calls to me that 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 sort of frames my anticipation of it, which is two old white guys fighting over a young woman is. Right. Not a story I want to see. I don't care. They should all just burn. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that's what happens. I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, really. But especially this <laughs> dark phoenix. So right, but especially in this moment of history, I'm like, you know what? Uh, I just don't care. Like, she should just run away with this for sure. So it's I don't know. I. The setup well, for the story doesn't appeal to me. Ooh, so oof, it seems, oof. I mean, I don't know what the situation with uh, New Mutants is currently. Right. It's been turfed there's, the next year, uh, and apparently there's not great buzz about it. I think they were doing re- right. re- recuts, at least. But yeah, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't hold out high hopes for it. Right. And then I think they'll put the X-Men on ice for a couple of years and start over. Yeah, the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, the X Men are going to start. Literally, I, I honestly believe that the X Men are going to start over in the MCU. Oh, absolutely. uh, Cyclops, Jean Grey. Yeah, I mean, uh, why wouldn't why wouldn't they? Bobby, you know, like Scott, the basic four. Or is there five? 
I think you named Cyclops and Scott, so that was going really <laughs> great. <laughs> okay, that's that's when we count cut off. Who cares? Yeah, there are five. Right? Cyclops, Who cares? I'm Jean, counting. I'm counting Bobby, by pairs of eyes. Beast, and Beast Scott, and Warren. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone always forgets Warren. Right. I think he because all great. he can do is fly. Yeah. Let's no, but wings. I just thought that was. I thought he was that. Anyway, here's the thing. I think that's great. I think that uh, <clears throat> no, the, they'll the reboot that and make sense out of it, and uh, they will probably do it. I, I would guess that they retroactively place that movie back in uh, sort of, if not Captain America times, Cap plus 15, 20 sort of times. I think that's really oh, well, you think that you think they'll go back to. I think there's a yeah. challenge with that because yeah. there's yeah. so yeah. much MCU continuity built up by now right. that, like, why right. has nobody heard of these people? Yeah, uh, because they were trying to hide. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. And when and when Thanos hit and destroyed half the population, they were like, "Oh, wait a second, we could have maybe contributed to that if you'd let me use my laser beam eyes, my control of the weather, and you know." Claws? <laughs> Couldn't have hurt. <laughs> Couldn't have hurt. Uh, There's um this I just saw this um but they put out some pictures I guess from uh the Loki show. Oh really? Yeah. Um yeah. I'm trying to I'm actually trying to backtrack to where the news is here because it's like one of those peeling peeling an onion like links to links to uh, of other um. I guess it was the investor, <clears throat> but that was that was a while ago, wasn't it? That was April. Uh, yeah, know, but they, there know, was stuff up. that they showed off that they blacked out at the time. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is yeah, right. So this is stuff that um, has has only been shown to yeah now from that. Um, but but basically, you see, there's one the one that they show here uh, is Loki walking through a city street and the the movie marquee behind him is for jaws so <laughs> it's uh you know Idiot. clearly some time some time, some time yeah. travel going on right well he's got the he's got the space stones so maybe yeah. he's uh jumping around hey uh dan do we have any letters uh i'm glad that you brought that up because we are going to jump briefly to the letters page We are a little short on letters this week. I know that's because we took last week off. And so people forget about you if you're not top of mind. Uh, But we do have a late-breaking letter from listener Sam, who would like to know, what is the ideal CW slash DC lineup five years from now? (laughs) Somebody want to take a crack at that one? Wow. Sam. Sportsmaster. uh, <laughs> Definitely sportsmaster. Oh, and this is a question. I mean, it's the sportsmaster. <laughs> oh, the question, yeah. The sportsmaster oh, now we're cinematic somewhere. universe. <laughs> now we're right. getting someplace. I think. That, I think. I think you could do like a comedy with sportsmaster. Yeah, <laughs> but well, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, sort of like legends, but even right. you know, probably more comedic. Um, it's got to be so broad. Just Look. about how ridiculous it is that he is sportsmaster. The guy but, has to kill somebody with a water polo ball. 
that's <laughs> that's hard. <laughs> that's hard to pull off. <laughs> Uh yeah, the question I would I would really love to see a question show as well. Yeah, yeah, and I, I know I'm being great. goof about that, but like I no, it but could I, actually but I, that's work. A great, right? it's a, he's a great character. Yeah, it's just kind of boring. But I don't think it's uh, here's the thing. I don't think it's boring as a show. I think it could work. I think it's boring as an answer to this kind of fun question. That's all. <laughs> just because you you mention it every week. Well, yeah, I'll, uh, you know, right, yeah. sure. I, uh, I'm going to take my top pick there, which is uh, the rebooted post-Arrow, John Diggle as oh, the Green yeah. Lantern. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I hate it when Dan's better than me. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. You can just rem- remind yourself I did a terrible recap this week, and you'll feel better about yourself. No, no, you oh, did a man, great wow. recap. It's just uh, every time. <laughs> Making all these notes. Uh that I don't know the DC. I don't know the DC stuff well enough to really like no, draw out anything. Well, anything other than humorous. <laughs> I mean, I've read some of it. I've read. I've read it. But um, yeah. <clears throat> how about Blue Devil? <laughs> where's our? Where's oh, the, where's wait a second. Uh, Ted Cord. Ted Cord. Blue, Blue Beetle. Get a Blue oh, Beetle. Yeah. Get some um, Booster Gold. Uh, who else <clears throat> have we not covered? They've actually covered most of the major justice league like we've had the atom we've had black canary we've had green arrow we've had elongated man the flash we haven't had green lantern we did have they done has the hawk and dove series come out yet oh hawk and dove are in titans they're in titans and i think there's a are they spinning off from that i don't remember okay maybe maybe i was maybe i was confused that uh, thinking that it was a separate series didn't like titans yeah, there's uh, uh, there's some others, but those are like we're already down into like the you know sea level heroes. Yeah, right. Well, they're not going to do Batman, right? Well, they're doing Bat Batwoman. I think is what we're going to get. Yeah, yeah. So Batwoman will be around. Yeah, probably. Well, you know, might be around five years from now. There's a Star Girl series in development for DCU, and some people have theorized that if DCU continues to do it along the lines of performance it's been doing so far, maybe that would get. <laughs> shunted to the cw but i'm not convinced that it's going to be part of the cw universe because none of the things on the dcu show are dcu network are so far right titans and doom patrol are in the same universe but they're not in the arrowverse Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i mean like post-crisis i'm not even sure what you do with the dc universe i kind of think that's the big question is this fall if they're going to do crisis on infinite earths that's potentially going to change Maybe that opens up the possibility for more superheroes. Um, I don't know. Make them all women. Yeah, well, and that's one of the things I feel bad about, because I don't really know enough to draw out some... I was going to say Zatanna is one of the ones... Characters, yeah. Yeah, there's just... There aren't... There's a lot lot you can do, and... the current state of the DCU has been predicated upon um, sort of the bankable properties. I would like to see a little bit more uh, chances taken. Uh, they mm-hmm. have taken chances with, you know, Constantine and all that. But uh, I think they've got more in them, and I would like to see them have more confidence to do something with it. Yeah, I agree. There are there are some other good uh, you know properties that they could 
draw it a little more, but a lot of it because they jam packed so much of it into the Arrowverse, like they've covered right. a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of an interesting challenge that the Arrowverse, particular. I, I think at some point, I don't know, do they have to wind down the Arrowverse? Like, not say they would stop doing superhero properties, but yeah, sooner or later, I, they, I, mean, I think at that. some point they want right. to. At some point, you want to start over. I just right. don't think they care. So. uh the only things that happen in Star Wars for me are what happens on screen in the movies. I know there's animated shows that I watch and I appreciate and I uh, I respect that they are marked as canon and I just don't care. I don't care. Oh, damn. I mean, guy. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> really? Yeah. Don't Sorry. throw me in with guy on this one. <laughs> I love the... I'm a big Rebels and Clone Wars fan, so... Yeah, yeah, me too. So here's I the thing. Too. Me too. I think they make everything better. If you don't show it on screen in the movies, it's not of the same... You're not investing at the same level. I'll give you that. It's not the prime yeah, material. I will be I very interested to see what happens when, when the live-action series starts to drop, whether that will feel more part of the universe or not. I don't know. It's so, also a much um, right. bigger so, uh, universe than, well, here's than the, the thing. superhero universes in some way. If the writer, I, I know it's finished shooting and all that, but if uh, episode nine came out and it contradicted nothing from the previous movies, but a lot of the previous uh, animated shows, would you care? Um. Mm, I I don't think that's likely, but I think I don't know. I'm not as broken up about it. Like people got really upset with the whole like the seven and eight not respecting the expanded universe canon, and yeah, I don't yeah. I don't care about that. I love those books, and it's fine. Yeah, I don't feel like they need to be taken yeah, into account in moving somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. I don't care. <laughs> and so I kind of feel like that's the same thing. If you want to do that here too, that that would be fine with me. I read a comic book in 1987. Yeah. Where's the said... giant space rabbit? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Right. It's like, look, a lot of the, at a basic level, a lot of the things that we enjoy, the, what we're talking about, have no canonical representation. Like, there's no canon to Arrow. It resets, it reboots. You, yeah, uh, you know, like the story starts at a different time, and it depends. It depends on the perspective that you're sort of going at, whether the show or the you know year one of Arrow or back to what it was like 1949. Like it's all very, very, very different. Uh, I think that uh, for. Whatever it is, however you compartmentalize this, uh, Star Wars and all of this kind of stuff uh, should just be appreciated for what it is within the lineage in which it exists. And for whatever they say about, like, you know what, the the books that they write are canonical to the, to the movies that ship, uh, to the... the you know, everybody watches. Nobody cares about the books. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it's okay. I think it's okay to care about the books, but you you have to give them latitude, right? You have to. You can't like, expect them. I mean, right. particularly when you're when you're talking about a franchise that has so much material that's been written in in and around it. Right. That 
it it become become completely hamstrung in well in the creativity thing, if you have to be exactly. true to every single thing. And the thing that yeah. I like about how they've handled that, and I think I would argue the CW Arrowverse has done this as well, is mm-hmm. there's a lot of picking and choosing of stuff yep. and tweaking of stuff. So for example, Grand Admiral Thrawn, one of my favorite characters from Star Wars, Me too. originated in the books, and they pulled yeah. him into Rebels, which was really cool because he is then part of like sort of the ongoing world. But they yeah, didn't but do it in, in exactly the, the same way. It's not in the movies, but it's yeah. you know. And if they decide they wanted to do him in the movies at some point, I'd be okay with that. But if they decide yeah. they never oh, want yeah. to mention him in the movies, that's also fine. It doesn't really right. matter. Right. I mean, you know, it's another thing to shoot it down gleefully and be like, oh yes. There was never a threat. Like, how would you even do that? That would be asinine. Oh, right? wait. No, no. Don't yeah. don't get me wrong. I'm not shooting everything down. I'm just... Uh, if your expectations are based on some... Uh, if you set your mind on something that you feel is uh, written in stone, that is, in fact based on fiction i don't think you're gonna <laughs> find yourself in a good place i just don't i just don't. I, I think you're just not gonna be happy that's all i think that's probably true uh i i have enjoyed both the mcu and the dc tv universes twists on things right, right? like they've both taken mm-hmm. liberties with those characters and as you said it's because there isn't a real canon chiseled into stone tablets delivered from right. on high by <laughs> stan lee you know it's fine yeah. it's the the stories evolve and stories change and our attitudes change because the times change and all of that is to the good i think that they should definitely do uh, it's all interpreted through a lens because mm-hmm. it's not written by one person it's all going to get changed over time so i'm okay with all that i don't remember where we started on this but we've gone really far. <laughs> we've done, we've done the last superhero page. show. Get a move. Yeah, get a move. We've on. gone far afield, yeah. uh, and I think we've also uh, probably come to uh, the end of the show for this week. Uh, unless any, you guys have anything else you want? Oh to no, I really don't want to say another word to any of you. <laughs> Feelings <laughs> mutual. Wow. No, I'm just. Wow. Oh god. <laughs> Who cares? Four episodes hour, in. Huh? Whatever, three episodes in. What episode are we on? Three episodes in, and we've already we've already <laughs> gotten yeah, sick of each other. This is what happens when you codify it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Close it was the other show. <laughs> uh, next week we have season six, episode five of Agents of Shield, entitled "The Other Thing," directed by none other, and I was surprised to see this, directed by none other than Lou Diamond Phillips. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Yeah, interesting choice. And written by a man whose name will be familiar to you, even if we don't really aren't familiar with all of his work, George Kitson, after the planet of Kitson was named. So that guy's been tripping balls. (laughs) Can't go back to the ball well? Mm, Ball pit? Can't go back to the ball pit. The ball pit. Thank you. Dodge that bullet. There you go. All right. Until then, I would just like to thank my co-hosts, Guy English, thanks for being here. I love the both of you. I I am constantly <laughs> making fun of you, but man, I really enjoy this every week. As do I. John Moltz, thanks for being here as well. I'm sending you both uh, my my deck on um, how to how to tighten up your your recaps. Oh, thank you. Oh, I appreciate that. That's, that's my. Hey, TED do you talk. know what, uh, <laughs> John? Did you know? 
before this that uh, Steve Jobs had read one of your pieces aloud. <laughs> I heard that someplace. No, no seriously. Like, how do you, okay, before before it was recounted on stage at the talk show. No, I did not know that. Oh, man, I did not. I knew. I mean, so I knew the good. rest of that story. I knew the rest of that story, but I didn't know where that had been initiated from. I yeah, would just good. like that's to say good. Good. it was yeah. my delight to be able to videotape that and send it to John while the yes. show was in progress, <laughs> uh, so he could freak out at that moment. <laughs> and I was freaking out. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, John, uh, you you deserve all the adulations, uh, Dan. <laughs> Nice talking. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea why I'm You're such a dick to It's been a running joke. Do you know <laughs> what he did? He came in wanting to take some air out of that Dan Morin. It's been a running joke. It's been a running joke since I've met him, and I, I've never had anything but the highest respect for him. <laughs> so all, right. all that changed tonight. All that's yeah, it's all gone now. <laughs> but we hope that you will all continue tuning in. Thank you all so much for listening and reading the transcripts and sending us your questions. This is a reminder, in case you didn't catch the end of last week's show, that we have something very special for you, our longtime listeners. We have a shirt you can buy. It's over in the Cotton Bureau. It's entitled The Loneliest Duty. Uh and you can pick one up. If you uh, would like to support the show or just have a really sweet arrow themed shirt for a show that we kind of covered for a long time and sort of still cover, but yeah, it's almost over. We'll cover again again. We'll cover it again. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll cover it again. We'll be back. All right. Thank you all out there for listening and we will see you next week. Tune in to see what happens with Dan and Guy's relationship. I'm just, you know what? <laughs> <laughs>